Did you see the Star Ocean um thing from yesterday? No, what? No, is there a Star Ocean thing? Yeah, there's a new Star Ocean coming out, and uh, the main character's design is mesmerizing. <laughs> no right, Star Ocean. How to put it? Um, Let's see images. Um. Is it is it this the Raymond guy? That hair is incredible. Why does he have yeah. an X on his chest? Is it who is this fucker? Uh, he's just the new character. No, the Star Oceans don't have like continuity. He looks like shit. He looks like he's from a porn game on Steam. Yeah, I just I'm looking at it and like the game looks I don't know like fucking derivative at this point honestly like it looks pretty bad i huh. i had a moment where i was kind of into star ocean like i played the first star ocean i've been meaning to play the second one for years and i still intend to that's supposed to be a great game but after that <laughs> star ocean <laughs> has never turned out one that's like good like there's people who are like generally like yeah that that's a that's a fine game from time to time right but, but it's not like mind blowing, like wow, yeah. <laughs> no, and it's usually like the last two have been considered bad. Then one came out, I guess the latest one was like considered like, well, it certainly was better than the other ones. And I'm like, that's mm. not, no, 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 you can't, <laughs> no. And a big part of it is, is whereas there's usually been young protagonists, they don't, yeah. like, this guy looks like he's 12. I don't, well, he looks like he's. 12 sort of cosplaying as a 40 year old i it it's an yeah. odd look I like I, i'm not totally opposed to weird looking main characters but it looks like they they didn't know he was weird looking like you just gotta yeah. look it up if you're if i leave this in like go look up star ocean the divine force and oh god we just... are recording i didn't even think i just wanted to talk to you about this because <laughs> it's not yesterday it's like it's fucking weird i don't get it he, genuinely looks like some sort of to me like a like they put a wig on a porn game model like that's all i can think it's very strange welcome to co-op button the 15 minute podcast mostly about co-op games uh, I am your co-host, Kania, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Matt. It's Matt! Hi, Matt. <laughs> hey. It's the daytime, so you're Matt, and then when night comes around, you'll turn into the goddamn milkman. <laughs> Just for Halloween. Just for Halloween, yep. The damnable milkman. Um, this this week, we missed a little bit, but we're back on fucking schedule now, baby. Um we're talking about Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, which you described as the Left 4 Dead duology, um, which we played over the course of like two or three weeks and just kind of poked around at it. I had never played it before. Um, there was a little bonus episode, I think, that hopefully released before this, uh, where yeah. I described my expectations of the game. One thing I missed saying was, I thought it was a third-person game. <laughs> it's a first-person game. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I assume most people have played this game other than me, but do you want to give like a short description of the kind of game we're talking about here? Hey. 
Yeah, so first-person shooter where you get a pistol and or like melee secondary weapon and then a primary weapon of assault rifle gun shotgun smg pretty much and uh there's four of you and if they aren't real people they'll be bots and the four of you need to work together to get from point a to point b um in segments so there's technically it's like point e that you're ultimately getting to but it's always a linear line but the zombies will come at you and they're procedurally generated which is supposed to make it feel like a fresh play every time in truth is it adds some variety so you don't know like exactly around what corner a zombie is going to be or what specials where exactly but because of the way things spawn in and the way that there are pinch points in the game you pretty much know that there's just a mass of things you need to shoot uh, at given points and you know roughly where the quieter points are. So it helped, I guess, but didn't quite yeah. uh, go for what they were going for in that respect, I believe. Yeah. I feel oh, like I'm already uh, digging into it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. So uh, do we have a co-op button this time? It's the button here. I forgot to hit the button. Oh, God. No, I, it's been so long. <laughs> I know. It's been like three weeks since we properly recorded. <laughs> All right. Boop. Cool. Um, okay, this will be a longer episode. It's like, yeah, it's um, fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so like the big... That was not revelation. The big thing that they did and talked up a lot about this game when it first came out was the director. Like this game is sort of styled like grindhouse films and the director is supposed to be providing a challenge uh, suitable to what you selected and suitable to your skill level uh, dynamically. So it's not just roguelite random generation kind of thing. It's like supposed to be giving you more zombies when you're doing well and pull back when you need it to provide a good rhythm, Um, which I think (laughs) it does sort of. Um, yep. But I, I found it to be too too squishy in terms of like I didn't feel like the the levels were differentiated enough because it was like the levels were were different, but it was always zombies when when you're doing well and less zombies when you're not doing so well, and then Unless sudden spikes. It's an endpoint. Yes, at which point it's just like fucking zombies all the time. <laughs> well, and so that was where. We ran into this in Left 4 Dead 2 in particular, where that balance was played down to go for more variety. So there was one level where you basically spawn and there's a little like entry hallway and then you're kind of in it and you're in a mall and you need to get eight gas cans into a car. I think that number varies based on difficulty. And there is one point in this map because it's a mall. So there's like three levels of verticality, which you have to go up uh, stairs, escalators to get to. And you and I are both on the second or third floor, but not on the first. And some zombie tripped you. Yeah. And I was trying to get to you. In the process of me getting to you, I had to take out a horde with a boomer, which is the big explodey one. So I had to keep some distance and then run in. And then there was a charger. So I had to deal with him, which I did before he got me. And I had a bot behind me. So that helped. And then there was a tank with a <laughs> horde. And by the time I got to you, you had like 12 health left, which frankly, the fact that I did that was pretty impressive. Pretty but impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was just like this wall of meat between me. you were not far away. You were like yeah. one churn away. And I was just coming back to go get you. And 
it's through this army at me and it was just and i was dealing with it tactfully enough but there wasn't much room to operate or do anything much intelligent i was just letting lead fly and knowing when to reload and take a couple steps back yeah and it's it was just annoying it, it wasn't fun yeah. it wasn't interesting it was just this wall of meat and then i got you up we got the last cannon and we called it and that was a lot of my frustration with these left for dead games when i've played them before and playing them again is just this point where like it's fun it's tense and then you're dealing with it but the problem is is after you deal with that a few times you kind of realize there isn't a ton of challenge it's more a game of mitigation Yeah, it's kind of, it is really interesting. Like, I think they really want to have these high and low points and like this very, you know, good rhythm to it, like kind of sine wavy with sudden spikes in the middle where it's like high tension, low tension. Um, but yeah, if, once you see through, you know, you sort of see the matrix a little bit, um, it's just like, okay, I just have to make sure to spend the right amount of bullets and health on zombies and react to every situation appropriately. There's not like a tension of loss of resources particularly or, and I assume on higher difficulties, it's a bigger issue, but I don't know. It, it, the other problem I had with it is that it like, like you said, wall of meat, that is exactly what it feels like. And as soon as the zombie is dead, it no longer matters. I find that to be an interesting, like problem with the game because a lot of zombie media really focuses on the size of the horde like that's the scary thing and mm -hmm. yeah the size is is very terrifying when they're alive but the bodies disappear pretty fast and it doesn't feel like you've done anything it feels like you have evaporated them you you cleaned up a bunch of dirt and now it's gone i don't feel any like real consequence from killing a bunch of zombies what i would have loved and this would have essentially been impossible at the time was to have like you know, like there was that one point where you you have to get wait for an elevator, basically, and there's like two or three hallways where they just burst through the walls. That was cool. That was my favorite point of Left 4 Dead 1. Um, I would have loved to have been filling these hallways with bodies and they're just like stacking up and making your movement more limited and making the zombies more limited. Like that would have been way cooler. Instead, it was just like swatting a bunch of flies, sweeping them into a trash bin and starting over. Um, that would add so much more tactical advantage too because then if you start with a grenade when there's enough of them to actually pile it up mm -hmm. yeah there'd be some dismemberment but there'd be some build up and then you can really start laying it on because you've created a little bit of a barrier so you can slow them down to really like dig in and you know if yeah. you ahead of it you could really lay on but then like if something comes from behind that's really going to like mess up your flow it it would feel more dynamic than just zombies to the left, zombies to the right, <laughs> blam, blam, blam. Yeah, and I think my biggest issue with it in general was that that director thing is very smart for repeated plays, but I guess I, that's kind of not the, the thing I come to a lot of games for. I tend to want 
unexperienced and it didn't feel like because because the zombies are pseudo randomly generated it, it didn't feel like they were designed encounters for the level i wanted something a little more designed than what we got and a little less designed than your typical triple a like everything is in its exact place and it just has to happen honestly like i liked strange brigade better than this because it did feel like that it felt like there was some randomness to the encounters and some chaos but they were designed for the spaces that you encountered them in they were designed to take advantage of those spaces and cause interesting problems whereas this just sort of felt like open the floodgates close the floodgates three you know like over and over again um yeah it's it we did talk a little bit about the appeal of it like because it was it's like what 13 12 years old something like that yeah, it was a different game back then, I guess, in terms of like the culture, right? Yes, because I mean, availability and variety, you know, like. It's more yeah, than- online co-op wasn't as much of a thing. Right, so I, I could see having gotten into this game when it came out, but uh, in 2021, I was. I was more interested in the multiplayer in the versus mode, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, and so we got some more people on and we played the versus mode where a handful of you play as special infected zombies trying to hold up the other side and the other side's playing the people as normal. Except the tension and feeling is very different, especially because you're shouting each other in a room or whatever. And that was more fun and it was more dynamic and it really kind of let you see the strings of the game in a Mm -hmm. lot of ways. Yeah, which was very, which was fascinating. It the game is almost designed for a, you know, an intelligent, you know, unintelligence behind the zombies. Like there are places that only zombies can go. There are walls that zombies can climb and you can set up scenarios in which the player characters are going to have a very difficult time extricating themselves from it. And that's fucking cool. Like if you can cooperate with your fellow evil zombies, um, you can really set up some interesting situations. And that that's what it felt like. It felt like I was trying to set up an interesting and difficult situation. I wasn't necessarily out skilling people. I was out planning them um, or catching them when they're behind. Like, you know, when this, the group separates, that's like, oh, shit, we got to get on this one person, cooperate to take them down. Um, fascinating stuff. I found that to be very engaging. Uh, very very cool even as the player characters like the the zombie killers you know you're pushing forward at light speed you're not trying to hold uh like to be cautious at all because you know the other players are plotting against you and time is against you your resources are only dwindling um yeah fascinating fascinating i really really liked that yeah no i think that added a lot and that made it fun and i that's the thing is i think there's still a lot to this game i think it's fun to jump into it's just not a two person i think you need more of a group but when you have that group it's great and what's really cool is because i you know try to game with people but so many games are limited to four people but if you have a group of like eight suddenly this is going to become one of your few options and it's a great option yeah, it's a great versus co-op option, right? And the and the sides being different makes it so engaging to like uh well to just play it multiple times and understanding the levels is is way more important or is I guess it's equally important but because you're thinking of it from a different perspective it's it's cooler. Um it's easier to understand the levels once you've played as the zombies. Um 
yeah, it's it, it was really cool. Um, yeah, so I was really into that. I was I was glad we got like a couple of rounds of that in. Um, and I guess the last kind of thing that I noticed just with fresh eyes is I had no fucking idea where to go about 30% of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know how they could have signposted it better without making it just neon signs. I'm not great at navigating levels, but I had a really hard time figuring out which way was forward. <laughs> well, because some of them are super bizarre. Like I remember one in particular is like there's all these buildings, but there's one you have to walk into and walk out the back door into an alley to continue forward. And it just felt kind of like, Oh, and the game kind of pushes you there, but it felt so awkward. My mind was like, that can't be it, right? Yeah. So once you know, once you've been through these levels a couple times, especially with people who do know, you'll kind of cue in better to what to do. Yeah. But certainly the first few times playing through, there's a lot of ambiguity and oddity. But uh, I, I think that fades quickly, though we didn't we hardly played every level and I've never no. played every level in Love for Dead. I haven't played a ton of it, but I used to play more of it. And I played a chunk of it uh, back at. Like those PC cafes back in the day, so it would have been tied to my mm-hmm. account. And, yeah. Uh, that was an interesting, different experience where I had friends who were basically speed running the levels. And if I didn't keep up, they leave me behind. It's like, I don't know the level. and you're leaving. It's not very fun. I dropped out of that pretty quick yeah i've i've never had good experiences with like expert players on a co-op game versus me the newbie like it's it's not necessarily anyone's fault like you want to play the game how you want to play it and i am not doing what (laughs) what you want um but it's it's not necessarily fun for any party involved either so yeah it's uh it's tricky i'm glad we got to experience this with like you have some familiarity with it and i had like zero um, cause I think that's the ideal mix is like somebody who is able to do some guiding, but that I'm able to catch up to pretty quickly in terms of, of like usefulness. Um, yeah. So, um, well, and I would say, I think left for dead does a good job of signposting nearly everything more so than a lot of other games today. Like if someone's getting hurt there, they get highlighted yeah dry your eye to them which works most of the time there's one time i was trying to save you and there was a pole in the way but it didn't look like it because the highlight oh. is frustrating um <laughs> the ai and your character will just shout things as dialogue like pills here gun here this and that so that as you find things the characters inform one another yeah which is great um and i i think the ui is really simple because this game's really built to be wads left click left click right click like shift and e like yeah not easy a ton to of buttons. no not at all and like yeah i i don't want to downplay to how like remarkable this game was at the time it really was remarkable um you know it 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 kind of presaged is that how you pronounce that a lot of modern game design around co-op um, those shouts are super, super important and they're super common now. Um, if a game doesn't do that, I, I, in a co-op situation, I feel like that's a bit of a, uh, not a failure exactly, but a missed opportunity, you know, <laughs> um, it's, it, it, but nobody had really done, I hadn't seen that anyway, prior to Left 4 Dead. Um, you know, the AI characters are super helpful. They pick up health, they give it to you when you need it. They do a lot of shooting, 
um, you know, they're, they're invaluable, which is also remarkable. A lot of the time, the AI in these things can weigh you down um, a lot. And I'm sure they're a, they're a bigger weight on higher difficulties. I saw them struggle in the multiplayer mode as well. Um, but they're definitely great for like, I only have two people to play this and we're going to play on like normal or hard and just kind of, you know, have a good time. Yeah. And I mean, considering the value of these games anymore, and you grab them on sale, you'll get both for like three bucks. Like, yeah. This is, although, honestly, you can really just get Left 4 Dead 2. Um, yeah, just get Left 4 Dead 2. There's some improvements there. It felt better to shoot certain guns. Like, I, I thought it was a better game easily. Um, yeah. And and it has the, you know, more zombie types. So when you play the multiplayer, then you get uh, you get to be a jockey and run people into, you know, <laughs> acid traps and shit. Like, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> and all the maps of the first one are in the second one. So yeah. you're really not, not missing, missing out on much. So, yeah, I think that sums it up. Yeah, I think so. There's our button. I think I think that about gets it. I don't have any. I think that's pretty much everything I had to say about that game. It's it's it was I'm glad I played it in 2021, but it is not the game it used to be. There are there are games I enjoy better that have the same feeling. And I would certainly at least for the first playthrough um, put Strange Brigade above it because I wanted to finish those levels and and continue through it. I didn't necessarily want to play more Left 4 Dead. <laughs> so. Well, then uh, Back for Blood's out now. So, Yeah, I'm still, I still haven't uh, pulled the trigger on the $10 Xbox Live or whatever <laughs> Xbox yeah, Games <laughs> So maybe, maybe. I just, I've been having a lot of problems with my computer lately too. I just don't, I, I haven't wanted to touch it. Anyway, um, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that though because I am interested to see how that's, the formula has been updated for 2021. So Yeah, it's crazy because it's, like there's there's a very notable big change in that game but for the most part the game's better for just a lot a lot of massaging like the guns all have more play nice um, so on hold on hello hello that was the least smooth sitting down of my life (laughs) did you you sit on the the package (laughs) no i like punched my chair Oh fuck! <laughs> Take that chair! How how dare you support me for all these years? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so I think I think we're good. I think we can close out. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Unless you had anything else to say, I didn't. Oh, just that Back for Blood. I think is better for a lot of massaging. Like I said, gunplay and. Like the zombies have more weight to them individually. Mm. So, like, if you see 10 versus 15, you're approaching a little differently. And they don't, at least as far as I've played, like in Left 4 Dead, the zombies will just run together to a point where it just feels like a meat mass, kind of like Vermintide, where it's just like you just keep going. You're not really distinguishing. Right. And in back for blood like there are points where it feels like that but for the most part you're distinguishing and taking them out and the special infected are more have more variety and variation even within like a character model oh and so you don't always know though so you approach them a bit differently as opposed to knowing exactly what they do every time oh that's interesting and uh i don't know craig 
What the hell? I, uh, Whatever, I just, Craig. <laughs> I just think there's a lot of like polish and play that went into making Back for Blood more fun. And so there's more of that. And there is more of a design feel. And the way you get through the higher difficulties is by specializing and working together as a team. Oh, yeah. That's one thing I, I did not realize about Left 4 Dead is that the characters are identical. Um, mm -hmm. I thought they had specializations of some sort, and they just simply don't. Right. So I am interested in that concept of, of differentiating your characters. Um, I think that's a good thing. Um, I am sure that there's I'm sure there's some sort of unlock system, which, you know, is is a whole other ball of wax there. But <laughs> there is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's modern game design. It always, there's always unlocks of some sort. So modern, you know, double A to triple A game design is always unlocks. So um, but yeah, I, I, I am interested in it. Um, yeah, we'll definitely I'm thinking about it. I'm still thinking about it. I need to check the specs on on it, too, because my computer has been also like chugging on things I wouldn't expect it to. So, oh, yeah, it yeah, might be time to. Uh, find a might, way to build a machine. Yeah, it might be time to see if I can <laughs> knock over a truck full of graphics cards and steal one. <laughs> yeah, or start playing the long game to get one you want and oh, God, build it. Yeah hate shopping for computer parts uh, <laughs> but yeah i think that's about everything about those two games and yeah if we play back for blood we'll definitely go really in depth in it though really in depth over 15 minutes <laughs> um but yeah you got any final thoughts uh i don't know looking forward to play more games Yeah, no, I had a, I had a great time with it. Like that's that's one thing I, I like about co-op games, is that regardless of whether or not the game is good, at least I'm playing with a friend, and uh, you know I can I can always have fun with that. And this was a good experience for both. It was not a bad game by any means. So, cool. Well, that's it. Um, well, thanks everyone for listening to the triumphant return. We actually already returned because I was behind on editing, but this is the triumphant return in our in our <laughs> minds of the co-op button. Um, you can't you can't find me on Twitter because I logged out and I never post anymore. But you can find me on Select Button, uh, SelectButton.net, as Vasilcania. That's where I'm mostly posting my my garbage now. Oh, good. And you can still find us on Twitter via Co-op Button on there. So yep. there's that. Yep. Apparently, we got mentioned in another podcast, so I'm very excited <laughs> about that. We're famous now, Matt. <laughs> yes, we are so famous. We did it. We reached the the upper echelons. Next up, McElroy's. We're going to, sorry, McElroy's. We're going to get the McElroy's to guest on our podcast. As always, thank you for listening to the podcast. The music you heard uh, today, the intro was from Power Serve 3D Tennis on the PlayStation. The song is called Art of Tennis. I think it's on the title screen. 
I can't remember. Um, the middle music was from the Left 4 Dead 2 soundtrack. It's just called Horde. Those are definitely drums. And then this song you're hit listening to right now is from uh, Seiken Densetsu 3 or Secret of Mana 3. Uh, it's called Few Paths Forbidden. Also want to do a quick shout out to Liz Ryerson, aka Ella Guro on Twitter. Um, she put together like four different video game mixes that I've been pulling music from for the past few episodes and for the next few episodes. So go check her out. She's great. Great music. Bye. Bye.